BDM Coach Podcast show is hosted by two of the world's leading BDM coaches, Dennis Youssef and Michael Sands from Inspired Growth Training. Both Dennis and Michael have personally signed up 1,500 new doors between them and now coach BDMs and real estate business owners all around the world. For 28 different BDM lead generation activities and KPIs on a free tracking spreadsheet, go to bdmcoach.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year, aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi, it's Dennis Yusuf here and I have got Michael Sands and we are from Inspired Growth Training. And Michael, this is the BDM Coach podcast show. What are we going to be doing today? What are we going to be educating and training people on? Thank you for having me today, Dennis, firstly. Um, look, today, I'm, I'm really excited today. Um, we are going to be focusing on the proposal and common misconception with the proposal, Dennis. It a is. Of, yeah. A lot of people think that what they've been sending out to their new business inquiries is their proposal. Now, I, I, I like this because it's top of mind within the BDM club members at the moment. So, you know, we've been, um, we threw this one at the three BDM club groups that we've got running at the moment about the proposal and they were stumped. It was really good. Now, some of them have grabbed it. Some of them already had one, but we've shown them how to add some extra value to it. So mm. it is interesting how many people don't have a proposal. I think one of the main issues though, is no one knows how to write a proposal. Like it's easy enough to get some um, glossy marketing and that from the office about some of the, thing, the things you do. Yep. Um, that's not a proposal, right? And we'll, and we'll go over that, right? We, we will go over and we'll go deeper on that. Because a proposal is not a pre-listing email, is it? I mean, a pre-listing email is something you send pre the appointment, prior to the appointment, prior to that, um, you know, that, that contact of meeting the clients, right? So, and, and people get, they misunderstand it. They think that's the proposal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not really, it's not really doing anything at all. So I guess today, Dennis, like, let's go through um, some of the main points required to write a proposal that will resonate and help identify really what needs to be in the proposal, but help identify you and match you up with, with better, with better clients. Yeah, great idea. I mean, um, look, you you were challenging me on this because I'm the one that puts the proposals forward for you know most of the stuff for IGT, and and you asked me certain questions which we're going to cover, and I went, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do that, but I do it like this. So it it really got me thinking as well. 
Um, and I've been uh, bitten in the backside of putting a proposal forward for a keynote presentation, and then they get back to me in two years' time, Michael. Yeah, yeah, correct. And in fact, if anyone does have a really great example of their proposal, like if anyone does have something amazing out there that they do send out, uh, and I'd like to share it um, with us, please send it to darren at igtmail.com. Um, so if you have a good example of a proposal, um, please send it through. You can be in confidence. Um, we can discuss it with you and, and have a look. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got a, a few that are coming through already, which is great. And it, it's really good to, to look because, you know, we all catch ideas and, and we're not scared to share anything new that we find out. So we can help improve all of those proposals that are, um, you know, that people are wanting to do. So I guess firstly, um, the most uh, obvious question is, what exactly is a proposal? And in the most simplest of terms, a proposal is a, it's a plan, it's a suggestion, it's, it's an idea stated to someone to help them uh, achieve a desired outcome, right? So it's a, pl it's a plan. Um, this isn't where Dennis asks Darren to marry him no. in that type of proposal. Um, this is a business proposal. <laughs> Actually, guys, I remember when, when I was coming on board with IGT and um, you guys asked, um, well, what are you going to contribute? And I wrote you guys a proposal. Yeah, you threw it back at us. <laughs> I wrote it. I think I said, well, you'd be nothing without me. And, and you laughed. And so then I had to take it back and redo re it all again. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it was good. But yeah, Michael, we're still trying to work out what, what value you bring, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. But, you know, like I said in the proposal, I will finish it one day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, one thing we do really well is we help get new ideas sent through to Darren's emails as well. And we fill his email, you know, so that, that's part of um, doing something right. Yeah. So, so okay. So, we, we've clarified that. The, the proposal is a plan. It's a suggestion. Now... The proposal shouldn't start off with saying, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, thank you for contacting us about managing a property at 1 Smith Street. Please see attached a list of all the services um, on how we market your property, how we find a great tenant, and how we do ABC. Right, for any other questions, please make sure you reach out to me. Well, I'm happy to help. Right, undersigned, blah, blah, blah. That says nothing. That's just like saying, hey, it's a glorified, hey, attach this information you should read. Yeah. One, you need to address the pain point that that particular client is experiencing. Dennis, what's some ideas of some pain points? Well, uh, one of the pain points might be, Michael, that they've rung the office up and their tenant's not paying the rent, so they're frustrated and um, so they're calling other agents or the property's sitting vacant, it's empty, or they didn't sell the property and they now need to find a tenant. So there's, uh, you know, a couple of good examples there. So I guess like in some of those examples, you would say something along the lines of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Um, we completely understand that in this current market where you've invested so much of your money into buying and to building a brand new property that the vacancy rate on completion may be significantly higher than it would be in an established location. Right, so if the if the pain point is they've just built something and it's going to be a vacant a vacant area because there's like a hundred houses or units that have been completed, 
if that property is going to sit on the marketplace for a long period of time, they're going to lose money. So identifying that, hey, yeah, this is a pain point. The property may sit on the market um, longer because there's so many available. Um, so you identify the pain point. The next thing in a proposal is you've got to lead them, right? You've, you've got to actually provide them with, with, a, with a few solutions. So Dennis, what are some solutions to a property that's newly built and sitting and potentially may sit vacant because there's a hundred other units or houses in the same area that have been built? Yeah, well, I'd be proposing to them to market the property completely different, having a, a marketing strategy around it so that we can fill that property a lot better. So their house isn't looking like a, a needle in a haystack amongst all of the other vacant properties um, that are available online at the current time. So I'd be talking about this is a marketing proposal that we put forward for you so we can help alleviate the vacancy at the time of need. Yeah, and I guess there's a whole bunch of other issues too if you were um, taking on a brand new property, mm. such as the defect period too. So you may also want to say, uh, you know, put in there, we also appreciate um, the importance of having uh, someone that's qualified to view the defects during, during your first three-month period um, on the property to make sure that anything that is defective or not complete, that we can get the builders to, to fix it. Um, and you, know, you, you go down a few couple of um, problems there, but as long as they're relevant to the owner. The, the, the solution, like Dennis was saying, in that instance, you would provide maybe a marketing, marketing, a marketing plan. But we can drill down even further on that. Um, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, um, we appreciate too that you need to find a tenant as fast as possible at the best possible rent in the shortest amount of time, right? Subsequently, reducing your exposure of having to pay your own money to hold the property for an extended period of time. At ABC Realty, we pride ourselves on our new to market marketing plan. Our step-by-step -step process allows us to find the best tenant at the highest rent in the fastest possible time frame. in addition to giving you a strategy to look at increasing rent or changing the situation, you know, in a certain period of time, after 12 months, right? Mm. 12 months, six mm. months. So their concern is probably maybe vacant. You're telling them you have a proposal uh, in your proposal that you're going to find them, you're going to show them how to find a tenant and the best possible tenant in the fastest possible time at the highest possible rent. Now, that may be in that marketplace, the average rent is $500 a week. But because there are so many properties that are going to be empty, you may only get $400 a week. Right? What yep. we used to do in that instant tennis was we would say to the owners, um, either one, if your property comes out at the exact same time as everybody else, uh, if everyone else is at $500 a week, you may go $480 or $490 a week initially just to get somebody in there so you're not letting it lag. And then we may even stagger the lease, so it's a six-month lease, right? So then at that point in time, we can look at increasing the rent, right? And, and also gets them out of that 12-month cycle because if everyone's going into a lease at a similar time, when their 12 months is up, a lot of people are going to be coming out of that lease at a similar time. So 
we're identifying that there's a solution, um, a solution there, okay? Uh, and again, you would word this so it was quite fluid. The third part to a good proposal is offer that plan. So we just spoke about what some of the pain points are. We've, we've realized that a solution is a solution in place is a marketing plan. Yep. You know, um, so you've got all that covered off. The actual plan is saying, so when we take over your property, this is the first thing we're going to do. One, sign the attached authority and then, you know, call us or email us or whatever it is, but sign the attached authority by five days from now, right? Um, it's, I, we should side note that there, Dennis. It's so important to put a time expiration on your proposal and any quote. So if you're sending out to an owner an authority, a proposal, and you've got the authority attached to it, don't open and send it and say, dear, dear Dennis, please see attached our authority. Uh, when you have a moment, please review it and sign it and send, and send it back. Um, put a time limit on there. Say this quote is valid for four days or this quote is valid for five days. I will call you in 48 hours or 24 hours to see what questions you and your partner may have about the proposal and, and, and to work through it with you. Yeah, the great thing about that is you're actually giving them the heads up, you're educating them. There's going to be a follow-up call put in place as well. We're not going to forget about you. We are putting that in place. And for a business owner listening to this, knowing that there's going to be a follow-up procedure that they can put in for their BDMs, that's a gold point as well. Because as we know in the, the all of the um, SMRs that we do, the podcasts, one of the biggest pain points we see in BDMs aren't doing a follow-up. So this is a good example as having a follow-up process in place as part of your procedure here. And, and the money is in the follow-up. I mean, you don't know, like if they've spoken to you on the phone or if you've gone through the property and, um, and, and they've shown you around or however you've seen it, they may have done that to three, four, five other agents. Yep. Right. And, and, and you've sent them something that's vague and, um, sorry, vague is the right word. You send them that out there and there's no call to action. So you need mm. to make sure that your call to action is clear. You've got Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, great to meet you. You've gone through the, the pain point. You've gone through the, the solution. Here's the plan. You've got to sign it within five days. It's, otherwise, the quote expires. Um, you also need to say, now, once you've signed this, we will then undertake our marketing plan and get our photos taken and we will have this property ready to list by X date. Yeah. And that's including, do we contact the council? Every office should have a checklist in place from a new management. So, you know, it's okay to put those points in there of what works need to be done because you're also showing the owner that there's so much work that your office has to put in place prior to even marketing convincing. Yeah. So that being part of a proposal is showing them that these are points of differences, Michael. Yeah, correct. But, but again, it's no one that we sit out there and like, Dennis, we are calling thousands of agents around the world. <laughs> yes. Right? Thousands. I, I think we would be the leading authority in seeing how people are putting their proposals or their marketing and sending it out to, to landlords. Yeah, when they get back to us, Michael. Yeah, we would have to be the, the, the leading authority there because we, 
I don't know anyone else doing uh, what we're doing. I, I don't know if there is. I'd love to have a catch up with them because I'm sure we could have a, a very good long conversation about it all. Um, oh, yeah. It's crazy. But anyway, um, we're, we're, we're sidetracking from the um, SMRs, which still blow my mind, by the way. Mm. You know, just hearing what people say and, uh, and, and people not following up. So anyway, this gives the, all the BDMs and it's also good for the property managers there. So those companies that don't actually have a BDM or a leasing consultant and the expectation is for you to build on your business. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. You've got a proposal. You know that you're going to call the landlord in 24 hours or, or 48 hours. That They know that you're going to follow them up. Um, so a call out of the, there's no like random call out of the blue or oh, I'm sorry, I gave it to someone down the road. They were cheaper. Um, you've given them a plan. Mr. And Mrs. Landlord, if we do this, we will get you through this and we will find you the best possible tenant. It works yep. every time. Yep. And give them those proof statements as part of that proposal as well. Now, never let your proposal be the first time that they're seeing your price. I say this because if you've met them and you've attended the property with them and they may have had three or four other agents out there and the first time that you mention the price to them is in a proposal when everyone else is undercutting, undervaluing and, and your, your fees are rightfully so mm. where your service level is at, right? Don't, don't let them get like a bill shock. Yeah, Darren likes to call it bill shock. You've just called it bill shock and it's not what you want. We are open about our proposals, Michael. When we're talking to our clients, they've got our um, fees up front and we then send our proposals through with the confirmed price in there as yeah. part of it. Part of our verbal narrative includes our fees and fees and charges. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, I'm more expensive than everyone else out there. And if people call me and ask me for my fee and I know that other people are going to be cheaper, they're not going to listen to me. And I may not even get the opportunity to go to get into the property. Mm. You know, Mr. Mrs. Landlord, let me see the property. Um, generally the, the pricing range, the, the percentage range is between X and X. It's subject to a few things such as property type location. Um, but let's have a look at the property first, but just so you know, um, this is the range that you would reasonably expect. Um, I appreciate there might be some people in the market that are lower and that, re- and that justifies and, and matches the service that they offer. Um, but now you know the range, let's meet up or let's do a Zoom meeting of it. But don't let it be the first time they, they see the price. When you're giving the proposal, they need to be able to see that value, right? They need to see the value that you're bringing to the table. This is where you can also bring out the, the marketing booklets that you've got, you know, like how we collect rent, how we expect the tenant to clean the property. Um, I mean, Like the property owner's handbook, is that what you're talking, something like that, Michael? Yeah, Darren, you've just yeah. released recently the property owner's handbook. Um, i, I got to say, like, I bought these long before we were in communication and um, I still use them to today. Yep. Right? I still use them, those, those handbooks, but I would send them like a contents page or, um, you know, not giving it to them before they sign. Um, uh, using it as a teaser bit of a teaser, letting them know like what they're going to be getting from us. And then this is in addition to they've already seen the pre-listing email, right? They've seen okay. the virtual tours, they've seen the videos, they've seen examples of marketing, they've seen how long the property sits in the market for. Great. They know this. Now here's the, here's your proposal. Okay. Just on that, um, if anyone wants any information about the property owner's handbook, um, there's actually more handbooks, but I'm not going to talk about that now. So you can go to the, the PMP 
pmpowerkeys.com, pmpowerkeys.com, and you can have a look at all the information there, or you can go straight to Darren himself at darren at igtmail.com. Okay, so let, let's bring it back. So then you, you can also um, include in there, Michael, you're saying any marketing such as your property owner's handbooks. Um, um, and, you know, what about, um, you know, um, some other things that you might want to attach there as well? What about a, a property management flyer? That should be sent as, as part of a pre-listing. So you wouldn't be sending them that again now, would you? Pre-listing. Again, the purpose of the proposal is not to confuse, not, not to try and bring up too much new information. They've already seen how yeah. great you are, how fantastic um, you do everything, how you do it. Um, this has to be a call to action. Yeah, Ask yeah. them for the business. Reiterate the pain point. So if your proposal is two pages long, it doesn't have to be massive. Um, reiterate the pain point. Let them know why they need your service, why you're the right person to help them with this, and how do I do it? Right. Mm. Step them through it. Sign here. We will do this. Then we start this. You know, you don't have to worry about anything else. Sign here by this date, and your problem will be solved. Yeah. So, so let's. Let, yeah, let's re reaffirm how, like, if a phone call comes into the office, you know, you book the appointment, you have your conversation, you might send off your pre-listing email to them there. That's where you've got your wow factors of the marketing, the team, your Google reviews and testimonials, etc. cetera, um, any educational videos you want to throw at them. Then you've done the appointment, whether it's through a Zoom face-to-face -face meeting or at the property. They may not have signed up with you. So you come back and that's when you put together this proposal. So that's the, the, the entire part that we're talking about. Uh, it's not just a, an email back saying we believe we could get, you know, $500 per week or $2,000 a month for your property. Please contact us if you've got more information. That's not a proposal. No. So it's, not a, it's like an invitation to treat. It's not even a call to action. Hmm. Right? It's... um. You know, again, the purpose of you doing it is, is to get the business. Now, we're not suggesting that if you're at the property and you've got your management authority in place and the owner's happy to go through with you, but you need to say, whoa, 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 wait, let me get the proposal off, right? Let me get your proposal. If they're happy with you and you've got the authority there, sign them up, right? They're signing up because they've seen that you're identifying a pain point that you're able to resolve for them, right? So you've already gone over that. But if you know that they're shopping around and they're speaking with other agents or they're just asking you for price, for prices and everything, just give them the proposal. Yeah, it, isn't it interesting? You know, um, obviously with the SMRs, we're doing a lot of calls to everyone. And a lot of agencies, they sound the same. You know, you need to stand out so you're... Um, you know, you've got all the Easter bunnies, but you want to be that fluff bunny. You want to be that one that stands out and shines. And like you said earlier, Michael, we haven't seen anyone that's got that full proposal yet. That's actually got something in there. So you want to be that fluff bunny and have that proposal so you can stand out amongst the best and, and do that follow up as well. And you will do very well just from a simple process like this. So, yeah, so recapping again, um, identify the pain points, okay? Provide a solution and don't be scared to um, consistently mention the pain points, okay? Because you're reminding them, you're reminding the person reading it, hang on, I have a pain point. Mm. So identify the pain points, provide a solution, 
offer your plan, right? Have a call to action, which includes a time expiration of when your when your quote will expire. Never let the proposal be the first time they see your price if you are charging a fair fee for the service that you're providing. I guess if you're a chief agency and, and you're not providing good value for service and your fees are quite low, then people are going to be a bill shock. They'd be like, oh, that's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap. The first thing they say when they say, that's cheap. Yeah. When it's lower than other agents. Um, and um, we won't get started on some of those um, online um, agencies that are quite cheap and, um, you know, some people pushing in the market, changing some markets. Yeah. They, there's, a, um, there's a lot coming out. A lot of um, social media marketing going around these um, agencies that are pushing the cheap fees, you know. I don't know how they do it. It's like they're, they're smurfs, you know. They're just like, they all must work for free. Yep. Yeah. Just, so you want to be the papa smurf amongst the, mur- the smurfs, right? The wise one, the educating one. You um, so, you know, put yourself ahead of the rest. So, so again, if someone out there has a proposal that they've been sending off um, and it has those elements in there and that we can have a look at and, you know, maybe get some feedback on or even share and help other people, please make sure you send it through to Darren at IGTML.com um, and he'll make sure that, that, that we get that. Um, but, yeah, look, that, I, I think that's the perfect basic framework for a proposal. And, again, don't be sending out marketing when you can send out a good proposal yeah absolutely you know and um these are like we said earlier these are things that we are teaching our um bdm club members um it is a a step above our standard inspired growth training membership if anyone wants any information or wants michael myself or even darren to do some training with you please go to our bdmcoach.com website and um have a look at what we've got um to offer there there's plenty of free downloads um, there as well. And um, Michael, I um, think that we are going to also bring in some guests um, onto our podcast at some stage, uh, you know, with some of the amazing things that they're doing in prospecting to you. So the P- this BDM Coach podcast show is about us um, educating people on an idea on how to grow and uh, we certainly meet a lot of BDMs and um, you know I've met um, been speaking with quite a few in the last few months obviously and um, I look forward to bringing um, some BDMs on here so we can talk about those one potential um, prospecting things tools that they're doing so it's it's very exciting yeah I think it's important to you know discuss the wins um, yeah. And, you know, a few things that we, uh, that we plan to roll out on this podcast, um, helping everyone with, you know, how to simplify communication. Um, and I guess one of the things I, I want to also um, bring to the podcast is creating a, a mission statement. Wow, that's a good one. Having a mission statement. Yeah, for sure. Not to be you know, confused with the marketing or the proposal, but a mission statement. No, that's that's very good. And, and do you know what? If anyone has got anything that they want um, us to do a podcast on, um, certainly, you know, reach out to us and, and let us know. Or if you know anyone that you'd like, that you know that's doing a good job. It doesn't necessarily mean someone who's listing lots of numbers. That's not what the BDM Coach podcast show is about. It's about identifying and educating on that one thing, you know, 
some BDMs out there. You know, I know a particular BDM, and all they do is send letters, handwritten cards, um, to weddings, anniversaries, and birthdays and funerals um, within, you know, when a um, in the newspaper. That's their prospecting tool. That's all they do. You know, maybe that person's worthy for us to have a bring an interview in as well. Mm. Um, you know, so we're looking for that that shining light. We've always got our um, our ears and eyes out on a look. Michael, we've got lots of ideas, lots of things that we can do. <laughs> Plenty of prospecting tips. Uh, we've certainly covered some good ones. And today, I really like the proposal one. It's a good one. Yeah, no, it's a perfect topic to um, to kind of cover off today. So again, um, any questions, please make sure to reach out to either Dennis or myself. If you've got a good proposal, send it through to Darren. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Dennis, as far as today goes, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. It's been great. Excellent. Thank you, everyone. And take care. Bye.